10 Ways to Resurrect a Dying Book on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by SEM Rush. Started in 2008 with one mission, to make online competition fair and transparent with equal opportunities for all. To find out how SEM Rush can help you compete with the big boys, go to servenomaster.com backslash SEM Rush today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. No matter how hard you try, how much work you put into a book, do everything right during the launch, eventually you'll notice those numbers start to slip. The traffic will go down, the sales will go down, the following will simply fade away. And this happens to books all the time. Sometimes it happens after a month or two and sometimes it happens after a couple of years. I've had books stay number one or number two for two years and I've had books that were very successful disappear or start to slip after six or eight weeks. Part of the reason that our books start to slip is when we're in a competitive niche, when we're in a competitive category, there are new people launching books in there all the time and they're buying traffic and doing all the right things too. So on those days when your book is just coasting, someone else is spending hundreds or even thousands of dollars to steal your book's position. So of course your book is gonna slip. It just, it's totally natural. What we want to do is adapt to that situation so that when it does happen, rather than freak out and go, I'm a failure, my book is over, it's dead, the numbers are gone, we want to take action. We want to get our book back in the game and bring it back up. And really, when your book drops below 30,000, that's when you should start doing things. So if you track your book rankings, that's the time to start taking action. The first thing you can do is an email push. Hopefully, by following my other systems and other teachings, you know, that you want to collect emails every time someone buys one of your books for all of your followings. You want to have a big, as big an email list as possible. And you email everyone and make sure they cross buy. So everyone who bought book one, you say, hey, get book two. If you haven't bought book one and you've bought book two, get book one, get the other book in the series. A push like this can be very, very powerful. So you're just kind of getting your own followers who bought one book to bought the other one. That's a really simple way to use your email list. And there's other more effective things. You can use emailing combined with some of the other techniques I'm gonna share with you in the moment. When you have a technique, when you are running anything from a contest or you lower the price, you can email people and do some really, really cool things. I just, for one of my promotions, just before Christmas, lowered the price on the Servant of Master book for two days to 99 cents. And I messaged everyone who follows me on my list or on social media and said, hey, for the next two days, the book is 99 cents. This is a great time. If somehow you're one of the people that hasn't had a chance to grab it, grab it. And it's also a great time to buy as a gift for someone else. If you think it's a good book, you can give it to someone else for 99 cents. So it gives, it gives someone a gift. And by the time they notice it, the price has gone back up and it looks like you bought them a full book at a full price. That's an okay gift. It's not horrible. And it led to a massive spike for me. Really pushed the rankings back up, which was really nice. A pre-holiday big boost very simple technique using email and a 99 cent campaign. Another thing you can do is run a contest. Attaching a contest to your book promotion is 
really, really powerful. There's different ways of running contests. You know that I like to use Gleam.io for my contests. Gleam is a really cool uh, piece of software I've run contests using in the past. One of my friend runs dozens of contests a month using Gleam. It's really great. What you can do is uh, reward different actions and say, oh, there's, you know, share about this book or get someone else to buy the book. You don't have to tie your contest to people buying the book. What you can do is have contests around all the people who already bought the book leaving reviews or all the people who bought the book sharing with their friends and things like that. You can do a social contest where you have a page that's all about how great the book is and people share that page with their friends. And you begin to bring in more people who are interested in your topic. And again, this leads us into idea number three, which is tell a friend, get your audience to tell a friend. And any way you can say to people, you can just email your list and say, hey, if you like this book, today would be a great time to let your friends know about it. This type of technique is very very powerful because if people like you, if people are followers of you, if your book is successful, then people will gladly share it. Most of the time, people don't tell a friend because they haven't thought of doing it. But as soon as you mention the idea, they go, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That is a cool idea. I should share with a friend. I should tell my friends about this book because it helped me and I think it will help them. Or I really enjoyed it. I think they'll enjoy it. How many times in my life have I read a book that my parents recommended? Many, many, many times. How many times I've read a book that someone I work with or a friend recommended? Many times. Book recommendations are very normal. They're a very natural thing. And so we want to create an audience that does the same thing. Now, all of these techniques as well are things that you can turn into recurring or perpetual, which means you add them to your automated email sequence so people do them all the time. You create something that people are always doing because they get the email about, oh, share it with a friend, you know, 14 days after they buy your book. So it becomes part of your autoresponder. A really, really powerful technique, okay, now they've done a little warm-up, is to run a free promotion. Amazon lets you run a promotion, either a Kindle countdown deal or a free promotion five days out of every 90. So if you wanted, your book could be free 20 days a month, 20 days a year. Or it could be free one day a month. It could be free every month of the 19th if you wanted to. And when your book is free, you do the exact same thing. You get the word out. You say, hey, everyone, tell your friends my book is free right now. If you thought this book was good, this is a great chance for you to get a copy for free, to give a copy to your friends. Get the word out. Get that book out there. Share the book. When your book is free, you can also buy traffic from a lot of different places. You can advertise on different newsletters. You can post to different websites. I have a whole list on my blog and another post that lists all the different places where you can announce when a book is going to be free. We do this when we're launching a book, but we can also do it any other time we want. Anytime your book is free, you can announce on these websites and they love it. You don't have to just do it the first time your book is free when your first promotion is happening. By pushing your book for free, you can very easily go back up the rankings and start getting some traction again. You can also do a 99 cent promotion, which is where you just drop the book down and says, hey, I don't want to devalue my book too much. I don't want to do a free campaign. Maybe you've used all your days. Maybe you did a Kindle countdown deal. You can push your book down to 99 cents and again, combine with any of these other actions. You should only leave it 99 cents for one or two days. My book is only doing 48 hours at 99 cents. It doesn't need to be crazy. It's just enough time for people to check it out. You can just do 24 hours. Announce to your list, announce on social media, email everyone. You know, hey, my book is 99 cents. That was a great time to buy it. Sometimes when I'm doing a really hard push, I'll even say to anyone, hey, if you grab a copy of the book, message me and I'll PayPal you the dollar. So they pay 99 cents, I send them a dollar, they make a penny. You may have even been one of the people that I've done that for. Sometimes I run one of those campaigns and I email my whole list because I really want as many sales as possible. And for me, paying someone the dollar, it's not a big deal because Amazon pays me 35 cents, so I'm paying 75 cents a sale, but it's a way of getting more readers. And paying 75 cents 
for a new customer or for a new person is not a lot. There are companies out there that pay $17 or $35 for acquisitions. Anything under a dollar is okay, especially because it's a person who's a buyer. It's a person who buys stuff on Amazon. That's a great acquisition for you. That's a really good person to add into your funnel or to move into your other funnel. You could also buy a lot of traffic. There are places where you can buy traffic even if you don't lower the price on your book. There are a couple of sources and I'll find them and post them below this episode, but there are places where you can spend five, 20, 50, or even $100 and say, send me a bunch of traffic and you don't even have to lower your book price. It's really nice. And you can generate some sales. Usually if you could just get five or 10 sales in one day, it'll kick your book back into momentum. There are other things you can do to change the course of your book or to make things a little better. You can change the free gift and even more importantly, you can change the cover. Even if you had a really successful run with your previous cover, sometimes just changing it for a little while will make a really big difference. It can really get all those people who saw it before and didn't buy it and now they grab it and vice versa. So you start to get people who bought it before wouldn't like the new cover, but they've already bought it. So now the new people, people see it who would have ignored it before, they saw the cover once and didn't pay attention to it. And you can grab a second round of people, especially because it will look like a brand new book. So all the people who've scanned past your book in the past and ignored it, they'll scan past down and go, oh, that's a new book. They won't even realize it's a book that's brown for a while. So that looks like a new book with a bunch of reviews, which is great. Also, I recommend changing the book description. I change my book descriptions about once a year, and I should probably do it more often. Probably every three months, you should change your book description or tweak it or edit it. I just don't put as much time into it as I wish I did. I do do it once a year, but I just wish I had more time to do it. By changing your book description, Especially if you change your book cover as well, tons of people who bought your book before or saw your book and didn't buy it before will think it's a new book. Now, people who already bought your book, Amazon will say, you already bought this book or you already read this book on Kill Unlimited. So you don't have to worry about tricking people. Amazon doesn't let that happen. I know this because I accidentally try to double buy books all the time. I'm like, oh man, here's a science fiction book with nine series with nine books. I know I read some of them, but I don't know which is the last one I read. So what I do is I go to like book number four and click, try to try to grab it. And they go, no, you already read this. I try number five and then number six. And they'll say, yeah, six is the first one you haven't read. So Amazon doesn't let you buy things you've already bought. It prevents you from making that mistake. And it's very helpful. So you don't have to worry about people who already bought your book accidentally rebuying it. By having a new cover and new description, you basically breathe totally new life into your book. And it's like a brand new, it's a brand new experience and a brand new chance. The next technique you could try is to do a book tour. This is where you pay a couple hundred bucks to a service and they help you get interviews and experiences and get your book out there on a bunch of blogs. So you go to a different blog every day or a different blog every couple of days and they post a post or an interview or different things like that. And getting more and more people aware and talking about your book is really good. It's a way to get access to new audiences. If you follow my launch strategy, my book launch strategy, you may have bought some uh, traffic around that free promotion date or, or maybe even some 99 cent traffic when you first launched your book, but you probably didn't do a book tour. It's a little more expensive. Book tours are anywhere from you know, $150 to $500 or $600, depending on your budget range, but they can be really good at adding new continuous traffic source to your book, adding new place where anytime people see that blog post, they go check out your book. It can be really, really good. And the 10th thing you can do, the 10th step when your book is dead is to create a bundle. I was just talking to someone this week about how when you have a series of four or five books, you have to create a bundle option. People need to be able to buy all 10 books together. Now, let me explain the bundle really carefully to you. You don't want to make it look like it's three books in one or it's one book. Like it looks like a picture of a book, like a paperback book, and it says there's three books in here. 
people don't perceive a lot of value from that. Instead, you want it to look like a box set. So it looks like a cardboard box with three, four, five book spines all showing. Just like if you go to a bookstore and you look at the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe series, it's seven books, and it comes in this little cardboard box and it looks kind of fancy. And sometimes they have a picture across the spine of all five books. So you know the order to put the books until the picture appears. I'm sure there are plenty of other examples. This is just the one I remember from when I'm a kid because my, my sister had those seven book series. It looks really cool. And it looks like, wow, this is really valuable. This is a box set. Whereas if you just get one paperback book and it says there's three books in here, you go, yeah, but it looks like one book. So you want to, as I always say, control perception. All business is based on perception. All warfare is based on perception. That's one of my primary tenets. And we want to make things seem as valuable and as high quality as possible. The more people feel like they're getting something amazing, the better. So as you're working on your book, when you notice that your book is starting to dip, it's simply about taking action. It's not about giving up. You now have 10 really key steps you can use. When you follow these very simple steps, when you do any of these, just a couple of them usually are enough to give your book a boost. Now, if your book has been dead for a very long time, let's say your book has been dead for a year, three years, your book, instead of being like number 31,000, your book is in the millions. You haven't sold a copy in months or you're only selling a couple of copies every few weeks. We want to develop a very simple strategy for bringing it back to life. And to do that, what I recommend is change the cover, change the description, do a free promotion day followed by one or two 99 cent days. Okay. Put all that together, have those free and set up the free promotion about a, 10 days in advance or at least a week in advance. Then announce your free day as many places as you can. Get the word out that your book is going to be free. You can even buy free traffic. From one of my traffic sources, if you spend about 100 bucks, your book is going to be number one in your category. You don't have to spend a lot of money. So that's about the traffic budget you can think of for a free day for a good promotion. Then on the 99 cent days, I also recommend buying some 99 cent traffic. You can spend $5, $20, $50 for some 99 cent traffic and it's really valuable. 99 cent traffic shows to Amazon, hey, when this book is free, people like it, and when it's got 99 cents, it's done. I even recommend, if you can, do a little rewrite or re-edit and make the book in version 2.0 or something so it seems like it's a new book and you've added new chapters. So you've done a little bit, a couple of steps to breathe life into it. So now when people come to it, they see a new thing. While this is going on, you also want to do a big push for reviews. I cover in a previous podcast episode like a dozen ways to get reviews. Do whatever you can to get reviews. There's a lot of people that will only review a book when it's free or when you send them a copy and you can send them a copy on free days. That's the best time to send a gift copy on a free or 99 cent day. If someone gets a Kindle Unlimited download, their review is considered a non-verified review. But if someone buys your book for free, if they get it on the free promotion day and leave a review, it's considered a verified review. So one of Amazon's little quirks, but it really makes a difference. Verified review is worth about 10 or 20 unverified. I almost never get unverified reviews. The only time I get unverified reviews is when I send out copies, uh, free copies of the book in advance to some of my followers. And when they leave reviews, Amazon messes up. You know, they leave reviews so fast, they, don't, they leave a review before they've even downloaded the book, you know, before I've even sent out them a free copy of the book. They're so excited and that's okay. But that's how you end up with some, and the only way I get unverified reviews. So you have a book, you think it's dead, it's not dead. You can bring it back to life. Change the cover, change the description, do a little launch campaign, free day followed by one or two 99 cent days, buy a little bit of traffic, or if you can't afford any traffic, that's okay. Go to the page of my blog where I tell you all the places to announce when a book is free and when a book is discounted. Announce everywhere you can about the free day. You know, Go to each of those blogs, each of those Twitter things, and post, post, post. 
so that they'll all put it on their list that, hey, this book is free today. And then on the 99 cent day, just do everything you can. Announce it to your list, post messages on social media, do tell everyone you know, do everything you can to drive traffic. Email everyone who's ever bought your book. Say, hey, if you got the book yesterday for free and you thought it was cool, tell a friend. It's still only 99 cents. You can still get it to a friend without spending too much money. It's a great gift. It was a great best Christmas gift in the world. Spend a dollar. Spend 99 cents. Hey, if you buy my book for 99 cents, I'll send you a dollar. So that way you're not spending too much money, right? You're not really buying anything. You're only sending money to people who bought your book and not everyone who buys the book at nine cents will then ask you for the dollar because it's not too much money, but it's a great little way to push people across the fence. And by running a campaign like this, by treating your book like a business, you can turn it around. Your book doesn't have to die. You don't have to let your book fade away. Your book is an asset as long as you treat it that way. Yes, there are books that disappear. I have books that go up and down all the time. I have really good days and really terrible days for different books. Some days a book will sell 20 copies, the next day doesn't sell any. If you get enough of those low days in a row or a bunch of the competition with you runs a campaign of their own, well then their books will all push up and yours will get pushed down and slowly work out of the top 10, out of the top 20, and then it will disappear into the hundreds of thousands of millions. You think, oh, my book's dead, it's not dead. Anything can be saved on Amazon. It's a constantly moving algorithm, it's a constantly shifting game. You just have to take steps to do it. Now, I know you're thinking, oh, this sounds a little bit expensive. I don't have $100 to spend on advertising, and that's okay. You can do a lot of these steps without spending any money. That's why I talk about going to all those blogs and manually posting and notifying everyone they have a free day. There's also places you can notify when you have 99 cent days. So you can get a little bit of traffic without spending any money. You could do that. You can get enough to bring your book back into the game without spending a penny. But also what I want you to understand, it's so important to have multiple books in your series. By having multiple books in the series, you can be profitable because once people buy book one, then they buy book two at full price. Once you get people into your sequence or once people grab your book on Kindle, Kindle Unlimited and they read book one and then book two, you make your money back. These little steps are important. That's why having just one book, it's very, very hard to be financially successful. The people that do really, really well with one book are absolutely outliers. And I can tell you this right now, they're leaving a huge amount of money on the table by only having one book. See, with two books, you can not just double what you make, but usually you triple because people who buy book one, then buy book two, great, you've doubled. But also some people will randomly find book two and then go buy book one. And that's where you get that taste of the triple. So the other thing you can do when you have a book that's dying is release the next book in the series, push that book, continue to build your email list, continue to notify people about the other book, continue to do cross promotion, say, hey, thanks for having book one, you gotta check out book two. Create bundles that have books one and two or bundle of book one, two, three, whatever. All of these steps, all of these proactive actions, these are how you stay in the game. These are how you can resurrect a dead book. These are how you can take a dead book and turn into a real champion. A final bonus step is to move your book into new categories. This will turbocharge any of these other efforts. Before you start a new campaign or try to push it around, put your book into a brand new category that hasn't been in before. So that way, new people searching for different things will find it. And when you do that, you add a little bit of traffic, you boost it up, you're out in a new category, you'll find this can bring a book back to life. When I took my decluttering book and moved into the hoarding category, it became number one. It went from a book that was making nothing, had made nothing, and was a total loss. The first book I ever did cost me a lot of money because I didn't know what I was doing. I spent money in the wrong way. It's all the things I try to protect you from, okay? I spent way too much money in that book. And I was like, I'll never make that money back from that book. I'm actually close now, <laughs> almost two years after releasing the book. It's been about uh, 20 months or 21 months or so since I released the book. It's close to breaking even on my investment. Now, I know that sounds you know, crazy after two years, make my money back. It's my one big mistake. 
I spent more money in that book than any other book I've worked on, any other book in my entire series. I paid a lot of money for the cover designer, I paid a lot of money for the person who wrote the book. I made a lot of mistakes, and it's really because the first Kindle coach I hired just gave me awful advice, really sent me to people that were way too expensive and would have taken way too long. I would have never made, if I stayed following that pattern and paid what she told me I should pay for every ghostwriter, I would, I would never make money on Amazon. I'd still be massively in the hole. But I had this book that was dead. I moved it to a new category. I put a little traction. Maybe you can hear the birds are going crazy, but I put a little traction behind the book and suddenly it came back to life. And now the book does very, very well because I took these exact steps and took a book that was dead, moved to a new category, put a little traffic behind it, boom, it's doing very, very well. These are steps that you can take. Don't assume that a book is dead. Don't give up on a dead book. So often people show me their book and it's like five years old, they've sold one or two copies. Just changing the cover alone would change the destiny of that book. And if you want to know how to change the cover of your book, go to the old episode. I have an episode about 20 or 30 episodes ago. You can go back to it. I'll post a link again in the show notes to the episode where I break down exactly how to design and how to get the perfect book cover. If you follow these 10 steps, and of course the 11th bonus step of changing the categories, you can breathe new life into a dead book. You can resurrect your dead book and start making money again. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Serve No Master podcast. Head over to servenomaster.com backslash podcasts right now to find out how you can win a free copy of my brand new book.